Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. And we're excited to have you with us today. This guy's back, my good buddy, the editor and publisher of the spun.com. We've been doing this now for literally well over a decade, every single week talking sports. I love to have him in Raider Nation because he is in New York, he's in Gotham, and he covers the National Football League from a macro approach. So he looks at it holistically. I'm dug in covering it from a micro in you know just talking raiders usually and i love to have him in because i think he brings some perspective that i think a lot of you have grown to really enjoy and i just enjoy being a matt i wish you were up here with me temperature today is going to reach about negative 19 and uh if you've never been nine yards from a one ton bull buffalo in a thicket, so you couldn't pull your bow back if you had to, if you were rushed. I love the outdoors. So been a lot of fun being out here. Got some great pictures, some great family time. Shannon's had a ball. So, uh, anyways, it's good to, good to see you, friend. I miss you. I miss you too. That's uh, that's uh, I have to say that's an experience I've never had. I don't even. I think the most I've ever been outside in any weather was probably the wind shows. Probably in, in the negatives, but not nothing like that. <laughs> we had some fun that night. You stayed at my house, and we went outside and and uh, did. We did. Some I, stuff. Uh, I still, I still, I actually watched the video. Probably, 
don't know, maybe a month or so ago, I was telling people about it. Um, and I uh, went back, did a decent job with the uh, my first time shooting. You did. You did a really good job. All right, we got so much to cover. There's so much going on inside Raider Nation. Um, as you know, we have said, uh, I expect them to name Champ Kelly the general manager, to name Antonio Pierce the head coach. Um, Antonio got his interview yesterday. Champ got a follow-up interview yesterday. It was first reported by my good buddy, Tashawn, um, from The Athletic, and uh, can confirm it. I was actually out and a little busy when it happened, but um, that's can, I can confirm that. And um, I, I expect that to happen. I think I, I, I don't see anything else now interrupting that. Um, but I'm a little surprised. You know, I would have thought they would have had the GM thing done before they begin it. Leslie Frazier is going to get an interview today. And, and, but the process in its totality, I expect to end up with champ and I expect to end up with AP for you. And I love your outside perspective. Does it appear to you, man, the Raiders, you know, have kind of handled this differently than you would have, wouldn't have been better to have named champ and then go through and let him do all the interviews or whatever? Or do you think they've handled it probably just how you expected them to? I kind of thought that this would be the way that, that they would go about it because of the fact that, you know, we knew going into the search or when the regular season ended, the amount of support that Antonio Pierce had among players and fans and people within the organization. And obviously I think Champ Kelly had a similar you know, I'm sure I had a similar amount of support as well. Uh, although, you know, obviously Antonio Pierce being the head coach, he's more forward facing. He's more of the, you know, the the guy who, who's out there for the franchise. But I thought that the Raiders would kind of take some time and, and look at different guys. We did know that there was interest on Mark Davis's part, uh, at least from the coaching perspective, about Jim Harbaugh. And, you know, if you're going to go out and look at a Jim Harbaugh, you have to know you, you that's a guy that you talk to first about, you know, what he wants to what his plan is with a GM before you hire the GM. So uh, I still kind of think that it ends up like you, you said with Champ Kelly and Antonio Pierce, I think that. Max Crosby coming out and putting his chips on the table and saying, listen, if I don't – Antonio Pierce isn't hired, like I may want to look for other options because this is the guy that, that I want and we want, you know, leading this franchise. Uh, I think that definitely has some sway. Um, but I think other – you know, overall, I think it's kind of the way that I expected the search to go. Um, it wasn't necessarily – while these guys were interim uh, – head coach and GM and they had strong candidacies. It wasn't necessarily something like the Patriots had with, you know, the, Bill Belichick grooming his replacement and Gerard Mayo for a long time. Um, I want to stick with the Raider theme because I think it's fascinating. Um, I am privy to some coaches that want to come coach with Antonio and there's some really good ones. He's going to have his pick. Of, of 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 tremendous guys. Um, let's talk about the AP effect because I don't think that's getting enough recognition. 
He may not have head coaching experience until he became an interim, but he's got, he's not afraid to listen to, I mean, he's brought in Marvin Lewis. He brought in Tom Coughlin. He, you know, he's talked to Herm Edwards. He's not afraid to bring people around him who have more experience than him. That shows you extreme confidence, not arrogance, extreme confidence, and a very good leadership style, doesn't it? It does. I think that, you know, when, when you're starting out as a head coach, uh, it's good to lean on those outside voices or good to lean on your influences because you don't know what you don't know yet. Um, you know, and it's such a you read or talk to anybody who's ever been a head coach and it's so the experience is so wide ranging. Um, I think I can't remember who said it, but I remember, I know I've read something about. Uh, they said that you don't really become comfortable in the NFL as a coach until like your third season. And in some cases, guys don't even get a third season or they mm -hmm. enter that third season on the hot seat. So it's such a it's a pressure cooker, unlike uh, anything else. So I think whenever you can rely on those influences and those outside guys and, and for advice and and counsel, it's a great thing. And it's also critical, I think, when you're a head coach, whether you're a coach with a ton of experience or especially a coach with very little experience, you don't want to seem arrogant, like a know-it-all, like somebody who's, you know, unapproachable or it, it thinks they have all the answers. And a good way to not seem like that is to bring in those types of guys uh, and lean on them a little bit and, and see what their input is. Um. Yesterday, I did a podcast, Matt, where I broke down Max Crosby's statement, and it got thousands and thousands of views. But what shocked me was the response from the players. I mean, I talked about there's only really one guy on this team. You can make an argument that Devontae is, but I don't think he is, whose voice carries that weight. Max is a unicorn. He, I mean... Earlier this year, he risked his leg to play with a chance that it was going to go septic. <clears throat> Last several games of the year, he's playing at 60% capacity. <clears throat> when the playoffs were out, he's still balling. Maximum effort. He doesn't in embarrass your team. He does everything right. He is a unicorn. And I had no problem with what he said. I know for a fact his teammates didn't because I heard from him. Not everyone, but a ton of them that said to me, you know, he didn't say anything wrong. He said, the, you know, the, essentially, the motto of this team is just win, and we're not. And every time we start to, we make changes. Let's stick with stability. I had zero issues with anything Max said. And, and again, no problem with it. What did you think? I agree. I think, that, you know, when you talk about that roster, he is their most influential player. He is their best player, their most important player. He's homegrown. Uh, he's younger than Devontae Adams. So he's a guy that you build around and you're going to have long term in your program, ideally. So what he says carries weight. And I think that it helps also that he's a guy whose reputation uh, is beyond reproach. I mean, he's a guy who plays 110%, you know, every time he's out there. He's always available. He's always 
giving great effort. He's he doesn't cause any drama or issues like you said. So when a guy like that vouches for the coach and says, you know, this may affect my future with this team, excuse me, and he's a pro ball, pro caliber talent, mm-hmm. that's something that the owner has to listen to. I agree. All right. I want to talk about the AP impact on free agents. Uh, I know for a fact of several free agents that are very interested in coming to play for Antonio Pierce in Las Vegas. I don't think this is giving enough run uh, about him, but this is a big deal when, you know, for years when I covered the Lions, I remember when, when Matt Millen was there and they signed Damian Woody. They had to overpay him. They wanted Dre Bly, who, all pro corner, great guy, by the way, both him and Damian, great guys, had to overpay to get him to come as a free agent. When you can get guys who want to play for a coach. So, for example, Max Crosby, who has a great agent, never talked to him. So anyone says, oh, that's Hondo kissing up to the agent. No, I'm not. Agents make money based on player contracts. Max took a very favorable deal to the Raiders to stay here. And he must, he must have a great agent because the agent didn't fight him, and that cost the agent money. And you got guys that want to be here. And then you got guys who come and say, okay, I'll take a little bit less money to go to Nevada to play for AP. People don't understand. And it's not because they're bad, Matt. It's just because they, they only think about the on-field product. All of these guys that want to come play for AP, both offensively and defensively that I know of, this is a big deal, is it not? It has a potential to be without a doubt. And I think that especially coming off a you know, a team that that didn't that's had two losing seasons in a row, even though this year was an improvement over twenty twenty two, if he can mm-hmm. attract that type of talent and, and build that type of of program where it's a it's a, a destination, well, that's huge. Now, will it get People talking about it right now without him being named head coach, probably not. It won't get that type of, uh, you know, place in the national consciousness. It may not even get it. Even if he's named head coach, you may not really even start to hear people talking about it for another month or so or two months when we get to free agent time. Um, but it, it could be big. I mean, it's he's a guy who has the reputation, uh, you know, around the league of being – a guy who was a, an outstanding player. He's a, a, a leader of men that guys want to play for. So, I mean, that's a great thing to have when you're start, starting off with a new head coach. Now, once if those guys come in, once they're in, you have to win because winning supersedes everything in, everything. in sports, especially the NFL. So he, you have to produce. But it certainly can give you a really – nice base to have uh, when you're forming your first roster. Yeah, totally agree with you. All right. I want to talk about Patrick Graham. You know this. I took a ton of heat when he first was brought over for the Giants, and I said, this is a guy who should be a head coach. This is a guy that the previous leadership in New York, horrible, and did not get You know, they wanted to micromanage him as a defensive coordinator, so he looked terrible, but he wasn't. 
they bring them in, as you know, because we talked about it last summer. I took a ton of grief by saying, hey, this is going to be I'm glad he's back for year two. Now we see what he is. This is a guy, Patrick Graham. He's getting interviews. Um, I had said a couple of times I that I knew of a team that was going to be interested in him and uh, hadn't requested an interview yet. Yesterday, the Seahawks finally did request. They're going to interview him. This is and – and I hate this now. If a candidate is of color, oh, it's a Rooney Rule interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is so ignorant. If you look at Patrick Graham's resume and you think he being interviewed is only a Rooney Rule, you're the problem. This guy's resume is outstanding, and he's got a legitimate shot at the Seahawks job. Your thought about Patrick Graham? Yeah, it's very patronizing to the to the uh, patronizing to the to the coach to the man to to, to say that, um, especially when you consider he's had head coaching interviews in the past and he had them coming off uh, a time he had them when he was with the Giants and they were a worse team than the Raiders were. So this mm-hmm. is a guy who has a good reputation around the league. I think it. You know, p- people in charge of these different franchises know that at the very least he's somebody worth talking to and worth, you know, getting a chance to pick his brain and, and see where he's at. Um, you know, two interviews so far with the Chargers and Seahawks. We'll see if there's any more coming. If he doesn't get a head coaching job, I think it would be great. And, you know, say Antonio Pierce does get hired in, in Vegas, I think it would be great to keep that continuity and keep Patrick Graham mm-hmm. Uh, as a defensive coordinator, because I, I'll say this, you know, obviously if, if the Giants tried to interview him again because they have an open D coordinator spot, the Raiders could block the move because it's a lateral move. Uh, but I would take him back as the D coordinator in New York, and I think there's a lot of teams around the league that would certainly like to have him as their D coordinator. Yeah, I can tell you this. I reported this last week. I broke the story that a source within the Giants told me if he doesn't get the Raiders job, they are very, very – he would be at the, at the top of a list for a defensive coordinator. Uh, quite frankly, if I was the Giants, I'd boot the guy I got and well, bring him in as a head. Well, you mean Dable? I mean, I don't know, but I, I think they're going to give him a, a third year at least after making the playoffs in year one. I know, but if I'm the Giants watching how my team is played, I'm going to be like, okay, we're bringing AP home. But, that, hey, listen, I hope he stays right here with the Raiders uh, and – uh Patrick Graham, I hope he gets a head coaching job. I think he earned it. And if he doesn't, though, I expect him to be back as well. All right, I want to talk about Champ Kelly. Um, as you know, I re- when they got rid of Mike Mayock, I said this guy would have been um, a great choice for the general manager then. He comes in. He's done a terrific job with the Raiders. Is is updating the scouting department which was not good when he got here and now it's you know it's lean and it is absolutely one of the best in the nfl his ability to evaluate talent he goes to carolina and someone within the organization who i'm very good friends with told me he killed it they're asking him questions about the roster no notes he's naming people he's telling what his evaluation is, what he thought was wrong. I mean, he killed it. This guy is showing a lot of people how good he is, and the Raiders have a shot at getting their Ron Wolf. Your thoughts on Jim Kelly? 
Well, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know a ton about him until started to look into him a little bit more when he got the interim job with the Raiders. But, you know, I think a lot of it goes back to stability. You talk about that mm-hmm. stability. You you have a guy who knows the organization, knows the infrastructure of the Raiders, knows the culture of the Raiders, knows what it's like to work with those players and coaches and with Mark Davis. You can start to build something. And I think that there's a – to me, I, you can correct me if I'm wrong from an insider perspective. From an outsider perspective, it seems like a Chant Kelly-Antonio Pierce partnership would be more of an actual partnership and a union to kind of grow as opposed to Gruden and Mayock where Gruden had the final say over everything. You know, you could – so I think that this is – you know – it. It's an opportunity, I think, for the Raiders to kind of lay some groundwork and and really become a consistent team with a foundation, which is something they haven't had in, in a long time. Long time. Yeah, my, Matt, trust me, that is a brilliant analysis. You know, it is amazing to me. Champ is very selfless. And he's a guy that's quiet. He listens. He's very analytical. He assimilates a lot of people's information, but then he's his own man and makes his own decision. And you know this, the general manager's job does not go well when you're an egomaniac and you want all the attention because we all know the owners want to be loved. And really, your coach has to because if he's getting ripped all the time, that impacts the players. And so you want your coach getting the love. Your owner's going to want it. And so if you're a general manager with an ego, there isn't that much love to go around. I mean, reality's reality, isn't it? No, you have to be comfortable working behind the scenes and being – you're going to get – listen, if you're a GM, you're going to get credit if the team wins. You're going to get blamed if the team loses. It's not like you're completely anonymous. But you have to be okay working a little bit in the shadows where you know you're not – Obviously, you're not a player or face of the franchise. You're not the head coach who's the forward-facing face of the franchise. Um, and you don't own the team, so you don't have supreme control. Uh, but so you have to kind of be comfortable operating under those conditions. You know, but you you really can – obviously, you are the entire – you are the influence of the football operation, and you set the tone. So it takes a special set of skills. It takes a special temperament. We've seen to, to do the job, especially, you know, in the modern NFL. Um, and I think if Champ Kelly fits that criteria, then I think it would make a lot of sense for the the Raiders to give him the job now and let him run with it. Yeah, totally agree with you. All right, I want to go in a little bit of a different direction. Obviously, we're going to stick with the NFL, but the playoffs, I think, have just been phenomenal. Um, I I love the upsets. There were a few upsets last week I did not pick, um, yeah, but I too. said at the time. Yeah, but I said at the time, I hope I'm wrong. I love the Texans. I love C.J. Stroud. So I wanted them to do well. Did I think that they were literally going, you know, to just blow it up? No, I didn't pick that one. I thought the Browns' defense and uh, But it was great. So let's get right to this week's games I want to talk to you about. The first one is Houston travels to Baltimore. 
I think Baltimore's got a legitimate – I mean, every team left does. I I, I think Baltimore is, is super good. I want Houston to win. But I really like Baltimore. So either way, I'm fine. But I'm taking Baltimore. They're the home team. Listen, I think that when you have a team that's, that's playing hot like Houston is and they have a quarterback who is just – playing out of his mind as a rookie like C.J. Stroud. They're a dangerous team. Uh, they're going in there. The Ravens have not played a couple of weeks. Lamar Jackson hasn't played in three weeks because he didn't play in the regular season finale. I think the Ravens win the game. I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC, if not the entire NFL. I think that, you know, this is their year to, at the very least, get to an AFC championship game. But I think it's going to be close, and I think it's it's not going to be easy. I think the, the Texans are going to give them all they have. Um, so I expect a good game. I think that's one thing that we missed from the wild card weekend. There were plenty of great storylines. The football itself, in terms of competitiveness, was lacking outside of that Rams-Lions game. A lot of blowouts, but I think we'll see some, some better action starting this weekend. Green Bay who you know I picked to win the NFC Norris. Uh, they peaked a little bit too late, but Jordan loves the man. I love him, but I'm riding with San Francisco. I, I, I've i said all along I thought they were a Super Bowl team. I'm going to stand by it. I'm taking the 49ers. Your thoughts, Green Bay and the 49ers? Yeah, I think they have the best roster in the NFC. Um, it's either them or Baltimore is the best team in the – in the NFL, in my opinion, on paper. I know, obviously, Baltimore beat them in San Francisco on Christmas, so they have the advantage there. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I that Packers performance, it couldn't have been more impressive for Green Bay. It couldn't have been more disastrous and embarrassing for Dallas. Um, we've seen the 49ers had the Packers number period in the playoffs now going back to when Jim Harbaugh was the coach there. Um, I think the Niners win this game at home. I think, but I think that if I'm a Packers fan, regardless of what happens Saturday, uh, if they win, obviously you're ecstatic because they're, you know, in an NFC title game, but even if they lose, you have to be really happy and excited about the future here, because I think incredibly you have your third franchise quarterback in succession, you went from Favre to Rogers to Jordan Love. Right. Yep. All right. Next, Tampa Bay headed to Detroit. Baker Mayfield, comeback player of the year. What a great story. The team is in salary cap hell. So they take Baker because they can afford him. Now the guys come out playing like a super. Good for Baker. Everybody I know that knows Baker loved him, said, hey, the kid's got to grow up. But they loved him. They all said he's got to grow up, but he's not a bad kid. And and he's playing well. My whole family's from Michigan. Everybody's going, which to their credit, people in the state of Michigan are Lions fans, but and they are loyal to a fault. Your thoughts, Tampa Bay, Detroit. I'm taking Detroit. You know, I, I think I went two and four picking the winners last weekend, Baco weekend. I was way off. Um, Me too. But I think um, 
but the one game I got wrong that I was uh, annoyed at myself was I really wanted to pick the Lions. I really did. And if you remember, much to your surprise, I believed in the Lions to win the NFC North before the season. So I thought that they were going to be legit. And I, I got caught up in the, you know, the Rams are going to be a tough opponent. Stafford coming home, McVay, all that stuff. I, I didn't believe in the Lions enough. Um, this week I am, though. I think that while I think the Tampa Bay story is great and Baker Mayfield's playing well and Todd Bowles has gone from potentially being on the hot seat to potentially being a coach of the year candidate, and that's awesome for him, Jersey native, um, I'm taking Detroit. I think Detroit's the better team. They're at home. Um, they've gotten the – weight off their back of winning a playoff game, finally, you know, snapping that drought. All the things that you would think could overwhelm a team, you know, finally playing at home in the playoffs, finally playing in the playoffs. They hadn't been to the playoffs since 2016 before uh, last weekend. Uh, they got it out of the way and they won. So I think they'll they'll be even better this week. I think their roster is better than Tampa Bay's. Uh, I love Dan Campbell. I think Detroit wins. You like Dan Campbell? I do. You said Dave. I did. It's a, oh, Dan, Dan Campbell. I, I mean, I Dave I know Campbell, you know who it is. Dave Campbell, I think, isn't he the guy that does the Texas football magazines? Dan Campbell, obviously, former Giant. Uh Tremendous, I can give you credit. All right, next, Kansas City heads to Buffalo. I, I, I think Buffalo is just going to run all over them. I am – this is just not the same Kansas City team. I've got a lot of respect for them. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the National Football League. But this team, they've got issues. There's a lot going on there. I'm not going to get into it, but there's a lot going on there. I think this is Buffalo big. I thought going into this this postseason, the way that they kind of got momentum and won five games in a row, that this was Buffalo's year to maybe break through. Yeah. Um, there is – they're the two seed. So if they were to play Kansas City, which they are, they were going to get them at home. Obviously, Baltimore is an excellent team, but, you know, you don't have that that beast waiting for you at Arrowhead the way that it's been with the Chiefs the last several years. Um, mm -hmm. I, To me, I think that if the, if the Bills don't beat the Chiefs on Sunday, I don't know if they're ever going to beat them in the playoffs with Mahomes and, and Allen because it, this is the, the, the opportunity is there. Buffalo's at home. Uh, they're playing better at this point. The Chiefs really haven't looked like the Chiefs at all all season. I mean, they they they, they drew a perfect matchup with Miami, who just looked like they wanted to just get home back to the sun, uh, and they want no part of that weather on Saturday. Last Saturday, um, I'm a little wary because the, we picked the four favorites, the four home teams, which usually doesn't all come to fruition. Um, but I have to say, when I go over these matchups, I don't feel great staking my claim on one team to spring the upset. I could see a path for these these visiting teams to win. Um, but I don't feel great about, you know, going out. And maybe I'm a coward for it, but I don't feel 
like I'm ready to to just throw plant my flag and say one of these teams is going to uh, get the job done. Obviously, the Chiefs have the championship pedigree, but I think this is the Bills' year to to uh, to finally beat them in the postseason. You know, with all that the Bills have been through as an organization, the Marv Levy years, all of the – I mean, getting there, this has really been a, a franchise minus the Super Bowl with a standard of excellence. I mean, that you they've been there. At some point, they're going to have to bust through, aren't they, at some point? They are. You you think so. And especially at the very least, you would think that they're going to have to have a year where they at least break through and get to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Because if you look at to me, if I'm naming the three best quarterbacks in the NFL, um, no, actually, I mean, the four best if you right now, the four best quarterbacks in the NFL are probably all in the AFC. With Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, and Lamar Jackson, uh, not, that's not necessarily in order, but just I'm just throwing those four guys out there. And C.J. Stroud's got to be in there somewhere. And Stroud, yeah, I mean the it's crazy, it's it's cr absolutely insane. But when you think about it, you got a, an elite quarterback, Josh Allen, one of the top three guys in the NFL. You got to break through at some point, like you know, you know, even in the you go back to the AFC in the early part of the, the 2000s when it was Brady and Peyton, Brady and Peyton, Brady and Peyton. Um, but, you know, the Steelers got through with Ben Roethlisberger a couple of times. Yeah. And the Ravens got through with Joe Flacco that year and won the Super Bowl. So there's there's a, there's room for a, another team to get through here. And I think that if the Bills don't do it this year, I don't know if they ever will. And you touched on a great point because I thought about this last night too because I was thinking about the franchises that have, have been kind of in the playoffs this year that have been starved as fan bases. And you had in different ways. You had the Bills, you have the Browns, you have the Lions. And the, the Bills are different than those other two to me because, yes, they had a huge – the playoff drop in 2000 through 2016 was – that's a long playoff job, 17 seasons. But you think about before that, from the late 80s through 1999, they had a lot of success. You know, they got to the playoffs a, a lot. They went to four straight Super Bowls. I know they had the heartbreak. That's what they're known for. But they have a lot of success. And now this run from 2017, and especially from 2019 on, they've been one of the best teams in the league. So mm – -hmm. I just feel like the time has to be right. The Bills have to get to the Super Bowl, I think, this year. Now, you get to the Super Bowl, you may not win it. Believe me, they know. But there's this is their year to get to get there. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, lastly, I had an NFL general manager tell me one time, there are eight teams in the NFL 100% convinced their quarterback can go win a Super Bowl. There are eight teams that – are hoping they think they their quarterback can get him to a Super Bowl, but they're not convinced. Then there are 16 hoping to be one of the upper 16. To me, I thought that was a fascinating analogy. And when you look at it, I think, I think if you have C.J. Stroud, you're in that second group, you think he can get you there. If you've got Mahomes, you know he can. If you've got Burrow, I think you know he can. I think if you've got, you know, uh, 
Allen. Josh Lamar. Allen. I think you know. Yeah, yeah. Lamar, I think you know. I just find that fascinating that for all of the money spent everywhere, quarterback is the number one position in the National Football League. Either you have a quarterback or you don't. It is, and I think it's a, a, a interesting dichotomy between the four quarterbacks left in the, the AFC and the four left in the NFC because if you look at the AFC, Mahomes, the Chiefs know he's the best in football. He's won two Super Bowls. The Bills, I know they haven't gotten there with them, but they firmly believe Josh Allen can win them. They're gonna, they can win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. Lamar, same thing with the Ravens. I know that he hasn't gotten there yet, but they feel you know he's the MVP. They can get there. And if you're the Texans with C.J. Stroud, you have to be over the moon. The sky's the limit with your future. And you see what he's got this year now in, in the playoffs. Then you go over to the NFC and you have, okay, Jared Goff got to a Super Bowl with the Rams. You hope he can win you one. Right. Brock Purdy got to an NFC title game last year. And that Niners roster is loaded. They have Kyle Shanahan, great play caller. You hope, you, you think. I think the. I think the, if I had a guess, I would say the Niners think that they can win a Super Bowl with Purdy. Then you know Jordan Love. This is his first action of playoffs. He looks like an up and coming stud, but you you don't know yet. You don't know yet what his ceiling is. Baker Mayfield is a reclamation project. You know he's. It's just you have four. The four quarterbacks in the NFC and the four in the AFC, it's so vastly different um, yeah. that I think that's it's going to make for a fun, you know, a different fun. You know, like I said, a fun dichotomy on on playoff weekend coming up. I got to tell you, I loved what you said. He's a reclamation project. All right. That is the great Matt Halatic from thespun.com. Remember, check out thespun.com. Put it in your favorites. I do it every single day. You guys just find stories, and I'm like, where in the world did you get this? But it's all sports and just the way you tie everything in, and you do such a really good job, Matt. I appreciate you. Next week, by this time when we're talking, I'll be stunned if we're not talking about champ and and AP moving forward. So remember, check us out. We're part of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Matt Halatic from thespun.com. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you again tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes press two we heard you loud and clear so go to luckylandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino style games for free get lucky today at luckylandslots.com available to players in the u.s excluding washington and michigan no purchase necessary vgw group void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.